It's time for the Mindcrack Podcast, episode 157. Crack Podcast this week. Uh, we have Good. Hello. We have Michael. And we have Badge. I mean, no. you- wow. <laughs> wow, Doc. Doc, just leave. I'm looking just straight at Doc and I say Badge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> is that your best badge? <laughs> That's my best badge. There, that is. Oh, there you go. You got the crinkle in. Got it. <laughs> that is the best badge. Uh, we haven't had a guest, like an, a legit non-Minecracker guest in forever. So Mike is our first guest in months and months and months. Uh, Happy to be Mike. here and, and break the steel on that for you, Chad. Boom. We're done. Now, yeah. now let forth the, the days for guest. days. Yeah. Yeah. Guess forever. <laughs> um, so Mike runs a company called Game Wisp, which is, is a support platform for creators, streamers, YouTubers. And it's pretty cool. Do you want to give the elevator pitch of what Game Wisp is? Sure. Uh, so yeah, GameWisp is it's a fan engagement and monetization platform specifically targeting video game live streamers and YouTubers. So the idea is you can set up a, uh, a multi-priced point subscription program for your fans and give a lot of cool stuff away. Uh, and then we have a lot of tools to help you manage all the stuff you give away to people. So uh, you can think about it kind of like a uh, multi-dollar amount sub button. Um, in, in, and then tools help you like fulfill stuff. Uh, we integrate with a lot of cool things like Twitch alerts and uh, Muxie and programs that like interact with your stream. So you can see when subscribers subscribe to you and uh, interact with them on the site. So uh, yeah, and that's that's it. It's all you got to do is sign up with Twitch or YouTube. And, and what's that link that they go to? Yeah, you can just go to gamewisp.com, G-A-M-E-W-I-S-P. Uh, there's a big old get started button on there, so uh, <laughs> can't miss it. The way you said that, I can like I can think back to the meetings of like, okay, there needs to be a huge get started button yeah. right on the front, like just like totally. <laughs> YouTube has a big upload video button. Yeah, we have get started. Okay, cool. Get started. All you gotta click. You, know, you brainstorm about that for hours. Like, how do you get somebody to get started? <laughs> What's the best way button. to get them to get started? I mean, <laughs> this is what we need. Yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. So thanks for having me, guys. So how long ago how long did you... it start? I know that we met, yeah, me, you know, Chad and I met you at GVE, which was the, a once-lived convention by a high-res in Atlanta there. Uh, yeah. People that made Smite, and that's how we met. That's, that's been – how long ago was that? That was like almost two and a half years ago now, uh, or two and a quarter years, something like that. So – GameWisp itself, I don't want to dig too deep into the past, but we, we've been around doing stuff for like four years now. Um, before we were doing anything in the YouTube or live streaming space, we started with the GameWisp name with a product that basically helped you back up save game files uh, to the cloud. Uh, this is a long, long time ago before we met. And the idea was Steam Cloud was really bad at the time. It's not even that great now, but... Uh, for every game. Some games were supported and I lost, my hard drive failed and I lost like 
hundreds of hours of, you know, stuff that I had done in games. So we wanted to build something to solve that. And hmm. were uh, you called Game Wisp back then? Yeah, yeah. So Game Wisp really has been probably like three companies, if or at least we've had three completely separate products along the way. Um, but that's where the Wisp part comes from in the first place because it was like Wisp of Cloud. And we're like, uh. you know, Game Cloud wasn't there, GameSaveCloud.com wasn't available, and <laughs> you know, it's like a sheet of paper I wrote down all these names. And uh, so that was our first thing, and then we kind of just, you know built different things um we introduced a feature where people could kind of organize their saves and share them with other people so if, for instance for like minecraft you could uh you could upload all your maps that maybe you're building and it would know where they were and then you could like pick other people's maps and it would sync it down to your location i think curse does something like that now and so anyway all all that to say is like we we kind of let people start organizing video content um, by game and genre. And that's where we saw a lot of people come in and just do that instead of the save game thing. We're like, this might be useful to somebody. And that, that was, that was uh, the product we had when we, I think we first met back in, in Atlanta at that conference. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it, that was kind of our first foray into, foray into like the YouTube space and um, got to meet all you guys. And we've, changed a lot along the way so well yeah so i was going to say next was like even when we first met the idea of what you are now was slightly different than what it is even now and like i remember you did like the watch room thing and um yeah and now it kind of the, the motto is sub buttons for all so even if you're not a partner on twitch you can you can kind of facilitate that through game wisp yeah totally and that was it's been you know i think that's part of being a startup uh entrepreneur or founder is you're you kind of see like, man, there's, there's a group of people or a sort of a, you know, like they, they call it like a market opportunity or whatever. And you're like, man, there's problems in this space. And, and there's a lot of like, they call, you know, these are like startup terms, so like pain points that people have. It's like, <laughs> you know, and so you're trying to find, find your way to one that like really actually helps people and isn't like a silly thing. And we started out going, man, it's hard to find gaming content that isn't the biggest, biggest people on YouTube. So we wanted to try and solve this like discovery problem of how do you find gaming content? Um, and it just what, like, it's too hard unless you have all the videos, like, and even in that point, you, you can't like YouTube does a bad job at it still, you know, I think there's, or there's a lot to be desired there. And then, so that's when we started down the road and then we were like, Hey, maybe, maybe people want to watch YouTube videos together. And that was that watch room idea. Um, and we learned a lot from that. Um, but you know, you get to the point where like people are going, should I do game list or should I do Twitch, you know, and everyone's going to pick Twitch every single time. Right. So I don't want to compete with that. What's another need in this space. And it, and it came down to like, how do we help broadcasters and YouTubers build a career? Um, and the first kind of stab at that is the subscription idea of like you giving you a subscription button. How do you, you know, helping you make additional money, even if you're not partnered, um, how do you, how do you, you know, take one less shift at work or buy a new microphone? It's like, well, your, your community will support you to do that if you give them cool stuff back. And that's what we wanted to facilitate. Um, a, took us like two years to get there. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a couple other companies that do similar things. Like I know that Hank Green and them started a company. I can't remember the name of it. Do you guys remember the name of that one? Subbable. Yeah. Subbable, Subbable yeah. right. And there's also a Patreon. How, how is GameWest different from that? I'm asking questions I know the answer to, but I'm assuming the people listening don't. Yeah. So GameWest was different from, from that because we're focused purely on the gaming vertical. I think that's a, that's a startup term. 
gaming market. I don't know. <laughs> like that's like we we really wanted to build things that fit into the gaming uh, content workflow because it's different. Like it's different than if you're an uh, an actor or an artist or a musician. The rate of content creation is completely different. What the audience is willing to pay for and is interested in is completely different. And then sort of like the technology is completely different. So. You know, we, we build, like I mentioned kind of at the start, we build a lot of tools that are specifically uh, already used by streamers and YouTubers. Uh, so specifically on like the streaming side, like integrating with Twitch alerts, integrating with the, you know, sort of the, uh, the overlay uh, platforms like StreamPro and now, which I guess is owned by Twitch alerts, the same thing. But Moxie, um, you know, we're gonna, we just announced an integration with Discord. So that's a big, that came out yesterday. So you can have just like, you know, Twitch partners, you can have like a, them automatic, your, your uh, subscribers automatically join a discord server with a role. Same thing can now happen with game West. If you sign up and pay for a tier, you know, you can automatically get a role and get access to a secret channel and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, that's automated. And so that's going to be now and in the future, kind of how we move is like, how do we make things, and people's lives easier in the gaming space rather than having to like service all these different things. So, um, right. It kind of takes yeah, the workload off the streamer to some degree. Like they don't, have yeah. to, like if you have like a fan server, you're, you're whitelisting the people for them automatically so, so adding them to the discord for the fan server and all yeah. that based on the tiers. Um, but they're also like, there hadn't, there hasn't been a tool. Like if it, let's say, you know, you're lucky enough to get the Twitch, uh, uh sub button. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you what do you what do you give to your subs you know you give them your discord chat you give them something in uh in chat you give them you know the alert that they've resubbed right. you know game Whisk gives all that to you by working with twitch alerts by working with discord by you know working with all their partners uh it it's basically i mean it really is like when he says sub button for all that's really what it is is that yeah. Twitch yeah. Run through and kind of integrated to give your sub subscribers something and game was just doing the same thing. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. It's yeah. also what I, what I like, um, as I heard right now is the way of, you know, having another platform to promote your content a bit, because even if you do YouTube for a while and have, let's say thousands of videos, it never guarantees, uh, you being found on YouTube. It's just not a thing. Um, yeah. I, know for a fact YouTube or Google will always deny that but I know for a fact that many videos that are you know trending or the suggested videos tab and so on are handpicked by YouTube they it's not the algorithm they so? just think hey yeah I'm 100% sure <laughs> um, I I know I I mean, I believe you. I was just, I didn't, I never really considered that before, I guess. Yeah, it is definitely the case. Um, for example, man, I don't want to name and shame any other YouTubers, but I was at a Google, <laughs> was at a Google meeting once and then, um, you know, they showed ways to make um, good content and they, they, they said here, this is a great example and this is a great example. And everybody they showed, um, after that meeting had a crazy spike in subscribers and also um, being in the suggested videos. For example, um, not, I, I like Casey Newstead, for example, you know, he's lately exploding on YouTube. And if you go to his videos and go through his comments and a lot of people go like, why are you always in my suggested videos? Who is this guy? Why are you always suggested? And 
Um, there's a, a few hints. Um, I also know one big YouTuber who once um, talked to Google. They sometimes do call actually their bigger YouTube partners. And they had a personal phone conversation and were doing some suggestions to him. Hey, you should probably do this and this and this and that uh, to make your videos more prominent. And he answered, well, I don't care. I have a pretty decent viewer base, but whatever I do, I never get into the search terms with my mm -hmm. videos and they never get suggested. And then the representative said, yeah, let's see if we can do something about it. And the next day, his videos <laughs> showed up um, on the in top of search results and also uh, were in a lot of, you know, in the front page, trending, uh, suggested videos. So um, there is certain YouTubers that are particularly liked by somebody at Google or they fit a certain theme. They want to push the website into, you know, the direction and then they will yeah. be featured more. Hmm. Uh, so it's <laughs> never a really fully fair battle out there and it's good to have other platforms you know to well i mean even with the algorithm the the rich get richer right because uh you know you, you, the more yeah. likes you get the more likely you are to be promoted so yeah if you're there's a there's like a if you get in the top five percent they automatically say oh well these are all good videos like well we determine that you should get more views we're going to promote you more yeah it's absolutely the rich get richer yeah um, and, and i think that Part of our thing is how do we how to provide opportunities for everybody along their journey as a content creator, you know, whether you're small and you have a really core audience that loves you and you want to, you know, give back to them and let them go back to you like you can. Um, and or you can be big into it, you know, and, you know, to, to, uh, to, you know, just to give that opportunity across all spectrums and, you know, in the tools themselves to Chad's point there, you know, is they're applicable even after you get partnered. Uh, you know, we, a lot of the tools like give stuff away to your fans um, and your subs, uh, you can use them with your Twitch subscribers for free uh, if you're a partner. So you just kind of like link your Twitch account and we can detect if people come over and they, they sub you on Twitch and you can, we have like, I don't know, basically like management tools. So if you're giving cool stuff away, you can use the tools for free even if you're, uh, if you're a partner. And so, like I said, like kind of our, that journey, whether you're small, you're looking to get discovered or you're big and you're looking to like say, Hey, like I want to give back to my audience more or give them more opportunities to get cool things for me that I couldn't otherwise offer unless I was charging for them. Then you can, um, and yeah. it's been fun to, it's been fun to give back or, or just uh, enable this for a lot of people. Um, you work know, with charities too, like, right? I mean, that's not, yeah, that's not yeah, just for my and, game with channel, right? <laughs> no, yeah, and you can. That's part of the cool thing too is you can give a portion of your subscription revenue uh, to charities. Uh, we work with Extra Life, um, the, the other ones that we do, Child's like Play, Operation Supply Drop, Child's Play, and a few other ones that uh, you kind of like gaming focused charities, but things that uh, Able Gamers, another one, uh, One Up for Cancer. Uh, it's you know, really easy to just give like, hey, ten percent of all this money is going to charities and we make sure it gets there uh without you having to worry about it and um it's uh yeah it's been cool you know and 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 just from the sort of like more human side of things we've had you know a lot of people over the last year that we've had this particular product out you know just been able to say like hey you know i'm paying my internet bill because of this or you know um some people like got enough money they're like oh, i pay my house note <laughs> with my game list and i'm like okay we cannot die as a company. You are, <laughs> your house note is on us. So uh, that's, it's, it's beautiful and terrifying all at the same time. But 
you know, there's a lot, it's been neat to have that actually yeah. resonate with people after it being like our fourth product, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, um, nowadays it's pretty great that all these services are available, not only again yeah. with, um, I remember back then when I started a few years ago, um, well, the route I choose is I just kept on working my regular job until I finally reached a level where I could say, okay, I can risk it. But I know yeah. many people pretty much lived off donations and, you know, yeah. started to, and it was really hard to organize and to do. I mean, most people then had some sort of PayPal link yeah, and then mentioned, Hey, if you want to support me, you can go there, but it's nice to have to centralize and actually have a way of, Another, another way of saying thank you than just saying thank you, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always felt guilty asking for donations. I don't even like the word. Yeah. Like, well, I think uh, Gamus doesn't I, even call them that. You call them tips, right? Right. Tips. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I kind of tried to avoid that. Um, never really had a donation link there, but yeah, it's um, it's a good thing that you have these options because there is a lot of people out there that are willing to support you if you give them entertainment. It's it's yeah. worth their money, so to speak. And yeah, totally. it's, it's cool that we can do that today. It evolves so much. We could yeah. talk about it for hours. If you think back, we yeah. all did it for, for quite a while, good. I mean, we kind of started this around the same time, maybe five, six years ago, doing this YouTubing stuff and how it evolved. Oh, yeah, it's a completely different insane. landscape now. I mean, you yeah. know, back whenever, I don't know, like I started October 2010. And uh, for yeah. me, there wasn't, you know, it took me nine months before I could even monetize my videos. It wasn't, yeah. I, for the longest time, I didn't know that was even a thing. I was just making yeah. YouTube videos for the, you know, shits and grins, giggles, whatever. Yeah. And I didn't know that, you know, partner and all that. And I couldn't upload more than 15 minutes. That was actually my goal. I wanted to be partnered yeah. so I could upload a video longer than 15 minutes. That's all I cared yeah. about. And then someone at one point said, man, once you're partner, you get ads and money. And I'm like, shit, you can get money too? Really? I just <laughs> yeah. wanted longer videos. This 15 minutes shit's killing me. I know. Uh, I was. In a, a year and a half or something because I was based in Germany and oh. there it was, uh, you know, back then for people who don't know, but there was a, a real application process of becoming partner. Yeah. You had to actually write out a, a form. And I got declined the like, first time. Okay, Actually, yeah, yeah you were many, declined. Why, yeah. why did they decline you? They're they don't like, give you a reason. They just tell you to try again later. Um, many, many people. And you have to wait three months, I think it is, before you can apply yeah. again. Oh, I do exactly. remember that. Oh, yeah, wow. That's and it was a, it was a, it was a great achievement when you finally did it. You know, you were yeah. uploading yeah. for one, two years, and then you know, hanging out with your YouTube buddies and go like, "Hey, my partnership application got yeah. accepted." And everybody was like, "Yes, man." Yeah. It's kind of like the, it seems like kind of the way Twitch partnership is now. Or yeah, it's like, it is. It's like right, applying and they get denied, and then do this, that, and yeah. the other, and then you know, yeah. and when you get it, it's like a huge deal, you know. Yeah. And, and nowadays it's just like yeah, upload some random whatever. Right, the <laughs> moment you make an account on YouTube, it's like give us your social. Yeah. You want some ads? Like yeah, it, yeah. You upload however it's long like, you want, up to ten hours or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, it's that's just, why because, why many of the old school YouTubers are were a bit salty about that whole uh, opening <laughs> the floodgates there because actually it it needed a lot of dedication and you know really mm -hmm. proving that you also enjoy entertaining the people watching you and stuff and not only try to make a quick buck of it. It was yeah. actually quite that's a true. I never really thought about that, but yeah, you kind of you kind of had to put in some work for free before you were gonna make anything. I never really thought of it like that, but yeah, you got a good you didn't point. Get thumbnails, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah thumbnails. Yeah. I forgot about all those things, all those little you things that you got. 
They could um, achieve so much. Yeah. I mean, it's I remember not being able to schedule videos. That was the biggest thing. I had all these yeah. these notifications yeah. on my phone to release videos at a certain time because you couldn't schedule videos. That wasn't a thing at yeah. all. Um, yeah, so many yeah. little things that are way different. At VidCon, uh, Hank Green was talking about how, like, he got started and, and how, like, the whole, like, Nerdfighter and stuff mm -hmm. happened. And he was like, yeah, and so we had this plan to take over the YouTube front page by everybody uploading, like, and everybody going to everyone else's videos and liking it and getting them all to the front page. Five and stars, like, you mean? Not liking. Five exactly, stars. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Five stars or whatever, yeah. But it was <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, nowadays – like taking over the front page of YouTube, like yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. That's right. not possible. Yeah. A few yeah. years back, they also stopped that. Before it was the more likes, the higher your video got rated. The, it's nowadays it's way more complicated than that. Yeah. But I've heard even that likes okay. don't matter. Like likes and dislikes are the exact same thing. It's that's, interaction. That's, right. It's just yeah. interaction. They count the same that's, as interaction. It's not one hundred percent true. Likes and um, still do matter, but the percentage of uh, what that um, like adds to the rating of a video internal rating is way lower like yeah because because watch, it, time. It, watch time is a big deal right which yeah, is yeah. It's that's part what's kind of the reason kinda, I think gaming content yeah. grew so quickly right because yeah. Yeah. like two years form. ago that changed because it used to be like short videos were good because yeah. then that, that really messed up seth bling i remember him complaining about that two years ago when that yeah. change happened because yeah, now, now it's about videos. creating so-called youtube sessions mm -hmm. it is you have to be the gateway to keep people on the page as long as possible right mm -hmm. so it actually for example if somebody would start watching my video and then goes on to watch a good video and then a chat video and then whatever video my video would get a good rating because i started the session on YouTube. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've heard that. Like, if you link there. internally, like if you link to one yeah. of like to my video from your video, you're yeah. you're, you're continuing the session. Yeah, I've heard that before too. Yeah, because it's actually pretty simple. What is Google or YouTube interested in? They want to have people watch as many ads as possible. Yeah, so right. Should be on that, that site as long as yeah. possible. Yeah, for them it doesn't matter, you know, what the what they you actually watch, but you at least get rewarded for getting people on the site and getting them started in a session. Yeah, and totally. Yeah, the more sessions you start up with your videos, the better. But that also creates a snowball effect. If you're really popular, there we go back to the, the rich get richer thing. Right, you exactly. You probably start a lot of sessions. And That's one of the reasons why probably Casey Neistat's so popular. He's doing a video yeah. every day. So yeah. it's probably part of your day is you, you head to YouTube and you see, and you start off with his video. You know that you yeah. want to watch his video and then you, keep and then you go around the rest of the site. Yeah, uh, that's plus, plus in addition, you know, I, I definitely I'm relatively sure that's some sort of conspiracy theory, but uh, <laughs> bunch of proof that, yeah, some people are being helped quite a lot to get yeah. to that position. <laughs> I think it's, just, it's tremendous how how the ecosystem across all of gaming content is just like changing so rapidly and, and not even just gaming, but just just how the like sort of just individual content creators or so group of content creators like Minecraft, you know, just the power that's moving to y'all, uh, you know, over time, it's just getting more and more and more. And so uh, I just think it's fascinating how over the past like three or four years, just watching the space change. And I mean, you guys have been in it. I've been an outside observer, but um, you know, you just see that the, the, the focus and shift in like, what's best practices changes and just all these different you know and then all of a sudden something like youtube can just change the entire game from one day to the next it's like all of a sudden yeah. 
you know, like with the, whatever happened, like, like a couple weeks ago, like the purge happened. It's like all of a sudden people <laughs> lost all these. Lost. That was an API error. It wasn't, they didn't actually purge anyone. That's the thing I keep, I keep trying to tell right. people. Yeah. There was an API error that was reporting subscribers to any site that uses the API to record subscribers. But uh -huh. any YouTuber could go to their own analytics and see that those subscribers weren't real. Like anytime you went yeah. to the actual analytics on YouTube, like YouTube itself would report the right number. The For some number. reason, the API was reporting only subs and not unsubs because like oh, every day i would great. go look at my analytics and it would say oh yeah you've lost 40 people today versus like you go to like social blade or vidstat vidxstat wherever the site a hundred thousand people today it would yeah no they would say like you know you've gained 300 or whatever mm -hmm. so i kept telling people i'm like it's coming one of these days the api is going to fix their shit gonna and it's going to it's going to report That's it so interesting um See? so yeah i don't yeah that so was, it was uh, only so you're saying that the issue is that it was only reporting subscribers not right right like if you went and actually looked on YouTube, at your analytics, so that means you had that accurate all numbers. All the people that everyone lost was unsubs. So yeah. in whatever that time period was, like two weeks. That's crazy to think because OMG Craft lost like fifteen thousand people. Yeah. Right. Like, well, I mean, uh, forever, dang. forever. When I've been doing YouTube, it's something beef and pause and I used to talk about like four years ago we would always compare our numbers and it's like you know oh for this month I gained 6,000 subscribers but I actually gained 15,000 subscribers but I lost and so my wow, net there's a gain, lot more unsubs than yeah yeah no I, it's managed. always there's the, the number of unsubs has always been a large number um, and so that's why when you, if you sure. change your content or something like that you know that number increases and you're not gaining more than you're losing then you start seeing mm -hmm. that the red yeah I mean that is always you know, if you look at PewDiePie as the biggest guy, there's like 46 million subscribers and the videos um, get like 1.5 million to, let's say some go viral, then okay, they shoot over 10 million, but sure. four, three, five million. So not even 10% of the viewer base is actually active. Right. And yeah. that's, that's another thing. I mean, subscriber numbers don't mean shit. <laughs> On YouTube, to be honest, it's well, I mean, yeah. it means something, but yeah, you're right, it's yeah. not a good metric for. I mean, that's one of the things like whenever you talk to anyone that looks at that number only, they don't look at the view count, the viewers, the yeah. actual I content know, creators getting. Me so much. It's like just, just yeah. ignore like, the subscriber number. How much, yeah. how many if views, the, does yeah, the views they've get? gotten over the last 30 days that's basically always how I what I look at. That's to tell if they're relevant now. Are right. you yeah. relevant right now? Because yeah. you can be a channel that has. 3 million subscribers, but they're only pulling in, you know, 5 mil views a month. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, that's, right. you know, that's as big as my channel, you know, yeah. which has not nearly 3 million subs. Yeah. And I think, I think that's like a, uh, that's one of the things we've noticed too, is, is you're, you're watching people not understand the value of what, you know, they think are like ancillary metrics, like other metrics, but are actually some of the most important because they talk about like engagement. So people go like, Oh, how many subscribers or how many followers on Twitch? And it's, it, you know, those numbers are useful, but they're not the, the whole picture. Yeah. What's your average views for video? What, you know, how many views did you bring this month? Right. Um, how many, what's your average concurrence? You know, if you're streaming, yeah. like what are your, what's your peak concurrent? Like how, how, you know, what's the total number of people that came to the stream? And, I think that there's also like there's there's stuff sorry to interrupt there's oh, stuff fine, you yeah. could, could never count on like mm -hmm. I was part of this uh, podcast called Night Attack and every single podcast they would have like five or six photoshops come in you know mm -hmm. of people who were engaged so engaged that they were like making stuff for the show right anyway, 
Yeah, and I think that I think that one of the evolutions that we're going to see over the next I don't know twelve to twenty four months is outside companies that are like interested. Maybe these this is like maybe it's like brands, for instance, like people that are sponsoring people or you know sponsoring things or whatever. Like they don't pay attention to those numbers, uh, and I think they're going they're going to have to the pe- the first people that start understanding like oh engagement like people that care about this, that number, comparing that number to other people, you know, I think those people are going to have an advantage in, in the marketplace, whether it's creators or brands or other companies trying to do stuff in here. It's like, you got to pay attention to these things because a, a, you know, a group that has like really, really high engagement, you're going to be able to like, you just have a healthier community as a broadcaster or as a YouTuber, like, it doesn't matter like that subscriber number doesn't matter as much as how how fanatic is your core audience you know and i think that's yeah and it even goes deeper you know i yeah. mean look there is people that produce seo videos search engine optimized videos mm-hmm. that go viral but those people are not at all engaged or the viewers of those videos are not at all engaged with the person at all yeah you yeah know? So it's it's also you have if you really want to analyze it you have to go really deep. I I'd say, for example, if you have a channel that let's say gets twenty thirty thousand views or something per video, but it's always the same people that are dedicated for it. It's more valuable if like if you put out like one viral video a month amongst your regular stuff that gets normal views, and then you have this one million view video which maybe inflates your numbers. Yeah, uh, but those people, you know. Those are the videos that make in the search engine. Many just click on it, go like, oh, okay, that's something totally different than I thought. Just click away. That has no marketing value. Well, I think the I industry is moving less. faster than the advertisers. And, and a lot of things are not, you know, like you see the FTC now, you know, with the Warner Brothers thing that just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, the FTC is finally starting to understand that what's going on with YouTube. And it seems like it's taken a lot longer than it should have. I mean, and, you know, the FTC yeah. violations have been a thing that's been happening for a while. And I've heard, I've heard YouTubers yeah. say, oh, you know, the FTC doesn't care about us. It doesn't matter what we do. It's wild, wild <laughs> west. It's like, it's just going to yeah. catch up with you eventually. Um, yeah. And, you know, only that, when you talk about advertisers and, uh, and it, you know, they still have the mentality of radio and television where where they're spending big, big money on on ads that aren't targeted as well. Whenever they could, um, they could get a lot yeah. more from from this platform than they do. Eyeballs. From, they want eyeballs. Right. Right. Not. You know, what does yeah. that mean? Yeah. 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 It's it's very strange. So I think I think there's still some catching up to do with the, not only the advertising agencies but also law enforcement when it comes to policing yeah. these sort of things. Well, there were some people you know that approached it with a certain healthy set of morals, and some didn't. So now, as usual, the guys that approach it with a healthy set of morals are the ones that are the losers in the system yeah. because many people that really just blatantly ignored any sense of yeah, fairness to approach things uh, became really successful on YouTube. I mean, there's plenty of YouTube millionaires that uh, made huge portions of their money by yeah, doing this undisclosed advertisement, um, doing this and that. And then sometimes... You know, I, I didn't become a millionaire yet of YouTube. So sometimes sometimes I ask myself, hmm, would it have been smarter? Because I knew all this shit, but I stayed away from it because I thought, nah, it's just, I don't want to, I at least want to sleep well. Okay, That's what I was going to say. I like being able to sleep at night and knowing yeah, that I have yeah. to screw one over. I could and... sleep on a fat pile of money. Yeah, would I sleep on that too? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Who knows? But um, I think, um, yeah going the the right way is 
is better. I always think you also have a moral responsibility if you're a person of public interest somehow. So yeah. you've got to convey the right message. Yeah. No, I mean, not everyone's going to do that, but yeah, what can you do? Yeah. Let's move on to yeah. something less, less, less YouTube-y for a, for a bit. Another website oh. that's got a lot of traffic as of yesterday, uh, Amazon.com had their Prime Day. And the reason why I bring it up, Prime Ch day! Chad Woo! was like, why are you putting this in the dock? It's over. But that's why I want to talk about it. Last year, last year, it got, they got a lot of flack. It really sucked. It was like, here's all this shit in our warehouse that no one's ever going to buy. Will you please, please buy it? We've taken 10% off. And everyone kind of, kind of gave them a lot of flack for it. Mm -hmm. um, this year, did anyone, am I the only one that bought anything? I bought stuff. Okay, Chad bought stuff. Hedge trimmer. So that's cool. Okay. Are you talking about like uh, like a like someone like using the bathroom or? <laughs> what hedges are you talking about? <laughs> it's a uh, you know for for your for your front yard. Okay. The neighbors are starting to get mad. <laughs> um, okay. So so, so we it's so the three. Lamest thing, the lamest thing I could possibly buy. So yeah, hopefully you bought something cool. cooler. Did you? Did, is it? A, was it a thing in Germany, Doc? Huh? Was, sure, sure, sure. It was okay. I wasn't. See, I wasn't we sure how we international. Invented, we invented electrical hedge trimmers. No, 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 no. Not hedge trimmers. I mean, is was was Amazon Prime Day a thing in Germany? <laughs> no idea. I don't know if they did it. I. Uh, oh man. I don't give So, like the equivalent, I guess, for you, Doc, as as a non-American, is like you know how we have that Black Friday or whatever yeah, the day after. I, I know after, what it is. Okay, okay, you know, okay, you know what it is. Yeah. Um, well, I thought it was better this year than last year. I actually, last year I, I looked and looked and looked and I could not convince myself to buy anything. And I bought a lot of shit this year. Like I spent like probably 500 bucks. Wow. Whoa. Um, That's good. But you saved, you saved so many of those. I don't know what I saved. I actually got a couple things on my desk. I got the Hateful Eight. It came today. I mean, it was just yesterday and the shit's already here today. Yeah, yeah. I got a whole box of shit today. I bought my little cube finder thing, like a little cube. Oh, I got it. It's right here. Oh shit! Wow, one of my things is delivered today. Whoa. Yeah, see, a little nice. cube, little cube thing, cube thing, whatever. Like you nice. like, like you can activate it. Um, I got a coffee mug. It's in there because I was just washing it. So uh, what nice. else? What, oh, what I got a green screen. Um, oh. I got a hammock. A uh, hammock has not arrived yet. Um, Are you gonna put the hammock in front of the green screen? <laughs> do like some kind of video. It's a Find huge beach, green you know, screen. It's, like it's ten by ten feet. Um, nice. so I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with that. I'm gonna wrap yeah, myself in it. Um, what else did I get? I don't, I don't even remember. Let me pull up my uh, my list of things. Um, oh, uh, uh, a beach, um, like a like a tent, but not a full tent. Like it's like open to the front for like the beach or whatever. Uh, cool. so hammock, uh, headband. I bought a Stratego game board. Um, so to make, to make it short, good. You're the perfect example that the marketing yeah. idea of Prime Day actually works. Stratego <laughs> is, is a board game. Stratego um, is as am I saying it wrong? Stratego. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's I'm Stratego. But you're right. You're right. Looking it. at it, yeah, I've always said it wrong my entire life. Stratego. <laughs> I could be saying it wrong. No, I think is you're right. Like, looking at it now, yeah. It's like cannons and stuff. No, yeah, it's like these, these. Awesome, man. It's these little little figures. It's kind of like um, you have like three rows of figures. It's like, like guess who? No, it's nothing like guess who. Like uh, each each little each one of those little little people have different abilities. Um, you have like a spy, yeah. a general, and they each have TF two. Okay. Kind of. You you, you set bombs <laughs> down, and you're trying to you're trying to capture the other guy's okay, so flag. So you have the demo man, the pyro. <laughs> there, there is kind of.
kind of, it's basically, yeah. Um, you gotta, the flag, man. Yeah, it's capture the flag it's, is what it is. It's fancy chess. It is, it is. It's basically it's so fancy fun. chess. It's My fun. wife hates it. I've, all, I've okay. never lost to her and so ah. she doesn't want to ever play it i guess because i played it like my whole childhood but my yeah. board's really old so got another one it's and it's waterloo themed um, Ooh, so that's cool. i didn't see any of this on prime day Apparently, i was there non-stop every it was constantly refreshing so there's see that's the thing like you could look at the upcoming deals but it didn't show all the lightning deals like so like, like a lot of like was it a lot of, was it a lot of flash sales and stuff yeah exactly yeah. exactly like someone would come okay. up and only be there for a second and you could see some of the stuff that was coming up so like we had like shit in our calendar like oh this one's going on sale at this point or whatever so yeah, we we actually spent a lot on there this year as as opposed to last year. Um, so I thought That's it was cool. way better. That was that I was should old. have taken advantage of it. I didn't. I did not. <laughs> Hedge trimmers. But Hedge trimmers. Impulsive buyer actually. I, you know, I actually was not affected by that ever. Like for me, it's like I need something, really need it, and then I look for it and buy it. Not you know, I don't buy it just because. Hey. I don't really need that thing, but oh, it's ten percent off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm never gonna get that ever right. cheaper in my life. Right. I bought a dash cam too. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but I bought so it because I don't want it in my car. car. I don't want it in my car. I don't want it. Okay. I don't want it up there because it's got a cord. Where, so you bought a dash cam, Chad? Yeah. Where's your cord go? It's Into in a, so most of them, the cord's long enough that it goes pet uh, uh, around. You you put it through the sun. Uh, blocker what is that called sun yeah. visor Shade. visor uh, yeah okay it goes by the sun visor. sun visor uh and then you can stuff it into the uh into the that like bar there and then it goes through your um a rubber insulation yeah it, like it goes all the way around into the that in the middle console yeah, see, uh, my, like they came with like a little cigarette like it came today. It comes, it goes into yeah. like the cigarette hole. Yeah, I don't want yeah. that. I don't want that cord anywhere in my car. This is not something that I'm gonna ever use. I just. Were you it. expecting to? Better? I was gonna. I was gonna give it to Crystal. I figured she could use it because she's buying a new car. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. look up like how to like hide. How to wire it up. Yeah, yeah. look at because it, it, it'll explain it better. Yeah, you, know, you can snake it so that it, it it's not difficult. Do yeah, you not have dash cams in Germany? In Germany, it's not allowed because it's against data protection laws to film random peoples without their consent. Huh? Mm. Wow. Yeah. See, in America, if you're in a public space, like if yeah. you're in a park or on a road, public road, that you're considered in public, so anyone can record you because you're public. Like yeah, anyone could walk over and look at you. Yeah, anyone could walk over and look at you because you're in public space. So anyone yeah. can record you because anyone could have seen you there anyway. Yeah, hmm. that's how that works. I think if you start talking on the camera, like interview or something like that, usually people do like a release, right? And yeah. Yeah. So if you focus, I think I don't know. There's some weird stuff if you focus on them and get their image basically like yeah. i don't remember exactly interesting but yeah yeah all right yeah. well that's all i had about it. i just wanted to mention it because i actually liked it this year and i, I really well yeah, did you want me to go through what i ordered yeah yeah what'd you buy i ordered a uh a usb3 hub that has mm -hmm. like a card reader like i'm constantly using mm. uh this thing let me unplug it without... is it 3.0 i should have got that whatever it is because mine's yeah a 2 i'm constantly using reader. like a little Itty bitty card oh. reader thing. Yeah. That oh, yeah. So this has like it's a hub, and then it also has card readers on there. So I put that on my desk. Uh, and then I bought some running shoes that were like normally a hundred bucks. I got them for like thirty. Do you run? Um, I go to the gym. Do you? I didn't know that yeah. about you. Yeah. Yep. There's a yeah. There's a. I was gonna say there's a. 
I was gonna say the, the brand. No, of the you gym, shouldn't. But you shouldn't. Gonna... You should not say that. <laughs> Keep that right to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't go there to train, right? You just hang yeah. out. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah. chill. They have a big flat screen TV. The YMCA near here has a. Uh, they have like a movie room with really with with like like seriously, it's like a projector. It's yeah. dark. There's like treadmills and bikes in there and they just like oh, play, I didn't know that. oh, oh that's kind of cool they play all kinds of movies and stuff so you can just like run and like watch a movie on a projector that's, that's cool. i wish my gym had a pool in, uh... that's the only thing i wish i really wish i could have i had a gym with a pool it's there's no pool yeah. in any of the gyms near me when i went to i went to a gym in petaluma and there was literally only like three or four gyms that you could choose from yeah and uh our business for a while the twit paid for our gym and it was club one Ooh. it was the fanciest gym that's not so i've ever been in all of the all of the like lockers like had touch pads and were all wood and they totally had areas that was just like just chill out and eat here like and or like they had those like flat panel rooms and like yeah they didn't, like what's a, funny is they didn't have exercise equipment in them they just had nice chairs so it's <laughs> it supposed to be like a place that you could just go and chill and jazzercise in there it's kind yeah, of funny exactly. that's also something i always observe when i go to the united states so this gym culture there is way more developed uh, like in germany of course there's tons of gyms around here too but actually sure. most people are in sports clubs you know, every every town and city has sports clubs, and in the sports clubs, you have pretty much any sport you can think of. Huh. And then, hmm. because we also don't have the college system, you know, or high school where you do the sports programs and stuff. Mm -hmm. not, it's all private clubs, pretty much, that do that. And interesting. So, if you're like into soccer, you'd go join a soccer club. Yeah. Huh. And so that people do their sports more like that, you know. Um, gym. Okay, sure. All of the sports clubs also have a gym. If you want to go, gotcha. Sure, uh, but um, it's sports more like doing real sports, not just working out. Not that working yeah. out is not a real sport, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I have a question. So my yeah. first day at the gym uh, was about three weeks ago. I walk, I go into the men's locker room, and here stands three men, probably in their sixties, mm -hmm. fucking stark naked, just chatting. Yeah. Why it's is only that? The old men. It's the only the old guys. Why yeah. is that? They're just like. They're just like, hey, dude. Yeah, how's, how's it going? Dick swinging. Like, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like, put on some yeah. clothes There's... and then carry on your conversation. Get dressed while you're talking something. I don't know. Yeah. It's... it's just like, I don't know if that's just what they used to do. Right. I don't feel like when I'm that age, like, I'm gonna, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna suddenly yeah. transition one day. Switch. Yeah. yeah like, oh well, no clothes for me today. I'm in the gym in the locker room. I don't what understand it. What's the problem it. about it? Didn't you like when you get to went to high school also? You didn't take a shower after your gym class? Nope. 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 I didn't want to see anyone's junk, and no one was gonna see mine. No, real? Yeah. You know, normally, yeah. there's there's what the three monkeys see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. In America, right. there's also show no evil. <laughs> You're not supposed to show any evil to anyone, except for violence. That's except fine. for violence. That is not all that evil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. No. Uh, yeah. Then I also yeah. got uh, the last thing I got was Sandisk 64 gigabyte uh, like Ooh. memory card things. That's very and, like 20 bucks. I got two of them. Yeah, that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a, all I got. It's, it's better yeah. than last year's. That's that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Have to watch out for next year then.
Really I like better get even better each year, probably, because yeah. the, they got a lot of flack. I think they tried to do they tried to do a better job. And I still saw some people complaining. One thing I noticed about it is the site kind of updated throughout the day, and it got better as far as being able to see what was going on. Like early in the day, if you watched an item, you could only see the items you were watching on the app. I think they were trying to push people to oh, download the app. Um, yeah. And like, if you want to see the deals, you had to click a link, and then you'd go to another page and see the deals. Later in the day, you could flip through them around the main page. So it's like they were they were developing their site as the day went on. So which yeah. I thought was kind of weird. I thought they'd have like focus groups, so they kind of worked this stuff out ahead of time. But yeah, yeah, learning online. Amazon is, by the way, under quite a lot of flag here in Germany and Europe as well because of the horrible work conditions. They get that for, here in America too, like mm -hmm. uh, people, people overworked. They don't allow unions and, yeah. you know. Um, like no AC in some of the warehouses and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I know somebody who used to work in one of those and she did not, did not have a nice time. It's <laughs> I mean, it just like, it was just bad, you know, and it's like, I think they have a lot of turnover too because just like people get in there like, oh, cool, I'm going to go work for this big company. And it's just, you know, just super strict, super crazy. And, you yeah, know, I've read I, a couple I, articles where it's like you have you're supposed to have some kind of mentality where you're like, I am Amazon now. I loyal robot kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that mentality, they don't even care. You, you need to just move on. I don't know if how true any of this is, but it sounds like it from the stories I've heard from people that have worked there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, there's it's also the corporate culture. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's, it's also about speed. I mean, people want to get their shit quickly, so you have to... Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, I bought a bunch of shit yesterday. It was here on my doorstep today. Like, that's insane mm -hmm. to me. Like, yeah. And the rest of it comes tomorrow, right? So, like, right. I bought a bunch of shit, and I'm getting it within two days, all of it. Um, yeah. So. yeah, I mean, they also introduced this same-day delivery thing now. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. one-hour delivery yeah. even. We use that all the time when we're at RTX. Like, we're like, oh, we need this, like, USB hub and this, I don't know, ethernet cable i you know totally we bought some conference. alcohol one night in seattle actually we were there like yeah go. we need some alcohol i think chad what'd you buy chad like a light for a camera or something like that one hour delivery yeah and then uh, well I, I remember one time i bought a microphone for i, I went all the way to, to las vegas and forgot a microphone so i bought a microphone yeah uh, yeah there's been all sorts of stuff that's like shoot i need that now yeah yeah yeah, Fortunately, it's crazy. That's thing. in the name, and then the, the drones are coming too, right? And yeah. right, yeah. that's right. Yeah. They're oh, here. Talking about new technology, we did. We don't have that on our list, but maybe we can briefly talk about it. Um, Tesla, do you hear that uh, that crash that happened with the autopilot? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Situation? There's been a few, I thought. No, this um, is the first time that they've had an actual yeah. crash that was re the computer responsible. But, you know, that that said, um, the driver was not watching and doing what he was supposed to. Yeah. You know, they, they've said so, that, yeah. you know, even though it's 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 capable of driving itself, you're still supposed to keep your hands on the wheel and you're supposed to maintain eye contact with the road. He was watching a movie and, you know, just not doing what he was supposed to do. Yeah. But the cameras yeah. failed because it was one of those reflective 18-wheelers um, um, and, like, the cameras did not see it. It, like, reflected yeah. the road back oh, wow, so the, it couldn't tell yeah. it, and it just 60 miles an hour right under ripped him off and in, in, <laughs> in germany in europe there seems to be a huge issue about that because it goes like that you develop a new car you put it on the market and then there is a like a agency that checks out the car and see if it's fully safely functioning and then you get yeah. allowance to sell the thing and you know as a car because the car obviously needs to be safe otherwise people die so now um, they say maybe the Teslas in Europe will not be allowed to be driven anymore because they illegally um, yeah, put an update to the 
actual behavior of the car with that auto driving thing, autopilot, which actually suggests that the thing is fully capable of auto. I mean, it feels like they could regulate it and remove the so, software capability without removing the ability for the car to be on the road. Yes, you know they what I mean? probably yeah. would have to revert it. Mm -hmm. um, and also they took um, offense or, you know, they said the word beta they used um, mm -hmm. for the autopilot is also impossible to have in a car. You can't. Beta implies that oh, beta. Beta. <laughs> it's beta. It's beta. It's <laughs> no, beta. Beta um, is not a fully working product, and that is not, you know, in general, beta in software terms means you put something out that is not fully functional, and, uh, you know, the people tested right. it. Iron We're looking product. for errors. Yeah. yeah. That cannot yeah. be the case um, for yeah, a car, obviously. Car. So now Musk um, replied and said the beta there uh, stands not for that it's not fully functional or not a, you know, a safe system. It means it just is a word to keep people reminded about being careful when they use it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, uh. New technology, just quickly wanted to throw it in there. Well, speaking of new technology, you also want to talk about a new app that exists, right, Doc? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta catch them. you gotta I catch them. <laughs> that, that, I want a gif of that. Oh God, so no. much disdain. <laughs> so true. you know, it's already made fourteen million dollars. How do you feel about that, Doc? Tell us. Oh my God. Yeah, well, um, obviously, before you hate, you gotta educate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely looked into it and checked out what uh, the app can do, and. Um, for people who don't know it yet, but you know, you walk around outside and then there's Pokemon showing up at different positions and then you can catch them by swiping and throwing a Pokeball at them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike's got it. Oh, that's just white. Oh yeah, there you are. There you yeah, are. Yeah. Yep. There you are. Shame myself, level eight. Uh, <laughs> and there's uh, pocket centers um, where it can be, it's pretty much pay to win situation there. You know, you can Is spend it? money. The gyms, yeah. at the gyms? No, the, gyms, the gyms are you fight against others, but pretty much it's very simplistic as far as I can tell. Um, the yeah. Pokemon pretty much wins and you can upgrade them in the training centers or whatever. And there is pay to win elements there, right? That's why it's, that's yeah, why it's made $14 like, million. Dollars. I mean, you can buy stuff yeah. to upgrade to help you upgrade faster. Yeah, it's all like, like microtransactions. You know, you buy like... I mean, Nintendo's net coins. value, yeah. didn't it go up like 10% or something ridiculous? Didn't they gain like 8 billion in net Eight, value? 8.5% yeah, Nintendo stock, yeah. 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 It's crazy, man. So, um, you know, people, I, I tweeted about it a little bit, and it was like, it is almost as bad saying something against Pokemon as if you would say, I don't know, Jesus Christ sucks. Like, <laughs> oh my god, god dog <laughs> Literally, Doc, what like, are you doing no, oh my you know, god a whole cult of people go after you and say oh you kill joy and blah if people have so what do you it. not like about it be specific yeah. the hype why i mean the why hype, i mean yeah hype. everyone's excited because it's this thing i you know um i i played ingress for a long for quite a while it's, it's the mm -hmm. same it's, it's the same, same company program. right yeah 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 same 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 creators uh which yeah. is google google you know google made ingress um yeah. and uh and as you know, it's this thing where you go around you and you—it's uh, geocaching. This is basically the mm -hmm. simplistic way of putting it. Um, you know, I think this is good. I think it gets people—it gets a lot of nerdy people that may be sedentary out and active. Uh, you know, Justin, yeah. uh, H.C. Justin, that plays Mario Kart with us, et cetera. He, you know, uh, he talked about how he's, he sits at home all the time and he's found a hiking trail near him that has all these pokey stops or whatever along the way, That's and he's cool. going out and do—you know—walking almost two miles to do this thing. 
I think that's a good thing. I mean, I don't, I don't yeah. know what in the negatives are. I'm not, I'm not interested at all because I'm not a Pokemon guy. But no, generally, I, I don't have anything against this idea and whatnot. What really annoyed me, if you work in this internet space like I do and yeah. all of you, it, like my whole Twitter timeline was filled with people posting <laughs> freaking pics. They sitting on the toilet and it's like, who oh, looks like a freaking Pokemon hotspot is here? Yeah. And, Pokemon here and Pokemon here and now it got unlocked in Germany and every newspaper, the yellow press, everybody writes about it and it's so much in your face that you almost start to hate it just because it's so overwhelming mm. and everywhere. Yeah. And then another thing happened to me which really annoyed me. Sure, it's great for the nerds to get out there. I mean, you know, get, get out into the real world. The problem is though, they are like zombies. They are not in the real world. <laughs> with their cell phone in right. front of them, sure. all the time yeah. staring at it, and uh, like two or three people already just bumped into me. You know, Dasko like, <laughs> started grabbing like, phones and breaking uh, them. And <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Watch out! Uh, sorry, sorry, I was after some virtual rat. Just yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, come <laughs> on! So, you know, it it. it it just feels a bit absurd that you yeah. say, I'm going outside now um, to play a game, and that is the only thing that can get me outside. Yeah. Sure, it's okay. great for people that never ever go outside. At least it's, a, it's progress there, right? But yeah. uh, I just find it absurd to claim you go outside, but you don't even, you know, take in reality, you stay on your screen and go Pokemon hunting, and that's the only reason for being yeah. outside and socializing. Yeah. I mean, when yeah. I see teenagers, a month ago before Pokemon Go was out, when I see teenagers yeah. in the mall or anywhere, all of them, they're out with their friends, but every fucking one of them is doing this. Like, no one is actually yeah. communicating with each other. I think everyone spends a lot of their time on their phones and stuff, even before yeah. this. So, I mean, it's probably added to that, honestly. But, yeah, I think that there's yeah. there's an, an epidemic, I guess is the word, of people that just, I mean, they, they live their lives through their phones. Um, yeah. if, uh, oh, we tweeted out a picture on the 4th of July during the fireworks show and everyone behind me in the, in the picture has their phone out recording the fucking fireworks show. Who, <laughs> who, who are you going to show that to? Who, whoever said, hey man, you want to see the fireworks show tonight? And they're like, yeah, let me yeah. see that. That's like, how I always feel going to a concert or anything like yeah. that. I'm like, why? Well, yeah. no one exactly. is going to go to your YouTube channel to see this concert. Yeah, like, that's another yeah. thing, Chad. Um, a few artists now don't allow cell I've phones anymore. I've seen that. It's like a little, their, a little seal bag, and you can't open there, it until you some, leave. Some sort of bag, yeah, that protects you from... It uses, like, it. RFID or something. As you're exiting yeah. it, it unlocks. You can't even get yeah. to your phone until you're exiting the venue. Was it Alicia Keith or somebody? Yeah, they, I saw that, they too. Actually, yeah, they actually said... Just come here, enjoy the moment, and be here with all of your senses. It, you don't have to tweet about that shit. You don't have to capture it. Just enjoy the moment. And that's maybe something um, that, that, you know, yeah, gets me a bit aggravated about the whole uh, Pokemon situation. I feel it's also sometimes really important to really be in the moment and in not be distracted by any social media, by your cell phone or by everything. And if the only reason then you go outside is literally catching Pokemon and you don't really pay attention to your, the world around you, that is kind of, maybe I'm too old school for that to accept <laughs> it. I just find it. 
ironic. I like yeah. uh, one thing I like about it as opposed to Ingress. Again, I haven't even played it. I've just looked at because it's sure. everywhere, like you said. Is that with Ingress, you're just looking at the screen and it's like a virtual world you're in. But with Pokemon, it yeah. seems like you can actually see. You see yeah. like what's in front of you or whatever. It's like it's it's like yeah. so it's like kind of like augmented reality. Augmented reality and I, I'm yeah. thinking of like the future where like you, know, you have like the Hololens or whatever. Like the next step of this, where it's going to be even more in your like more augmented realities, so to speak. Yeah. Like better. Yeah, and I think that, you know Pokemon has that the mechanic of you actually like in the game on the Game Boy or whatever. You're walking around. And you're like exploring the world, and stuff just pops up, you know. And so it's it's got the perfect mechanic for a game like this, you know. And it it actually surprised me they haven't done this before. Like it seems just like a really, you know, it's one of those well, ideas like, oh, that makes sense, you know. And, yeah, and, I've heard uh, you can't Nintendo challenge anyone was... to a battle, though, right? Isn't that a thing? Can you not like like Mike? I challenge you with my Pikachu. Yeah, you can't yet. I mean, I think theoretically they're planning on that. Like okay. they said, like PVP's coming out. Okay. In a later release that seems like a thing like ko was saying he wants to be walking down the sidewalk and some guy jump out of the bushes like you're talking about like like yeah. the and suddenly now you're well, in a duel yeah and that's, that that's... seems <laughs> yeah but like you know, i think I the funniest thing that's been going on is is we have these near where we work we have gyms okay and so at the expense of the rest of the office here you know a lot of the people here at game wisp have are you know doing a lot of pokemon go right and so there's another company in the building that has is also like their staff is like doing pokemon go uh just like and you know, no one is whatever. working i was about to say not, how many people not are not working hours. anymore <laughs> but, but like what's funny is like throughout the day there's this gym that's like uh you know like at in the morning like somebody the other other company will like win it back for them like they're team yeah. red and we're team blue we get it in the office and we're like uh, before we start the day, it's like, oh, we got to go take that gym back. And they're like, they're all checking at lunch. It's like, oh, they took it back. We got to go out there, you know? And so there's just, this, there's this really funny, you know, it's not directly PVP, but we like, we've passed the people, like we took the gym back and we're going back in the office. And then we see the same people like walking out, like they saw, <laughs> right. was, we like pass them. You kind of go like, Imagine, you know, if they, if they introduce PVP, yeah, the headlines like, uh, Pokemon rage leads to yeah, right. shooting. You heard about those people that were robbing? Have you? Did you hear yeah. about that? People were like robbing people at Pokestops because they're like waiting. Yeah, people uh, show up, take their phones. And one guy walked off a building or a bridge or something. What? Or, I didn't like, see that. Yeah, well, he good. should have been paying better. That's. Uh, I mean, he could, that could happen in Twitter or whatever. Yeah. You know, with Ingress, yeah. I had this thing happen one time where there's a there's there's a graveyard near me there where one of the gravestones was a thing. And oh, yeah. you, so you had to get out of your car and actually walk over to it because you couldn't reach it from your car. Mm -hmm. And this dog came at me, and he it was the middle of the night, and somebody had taken my shit back. And it was one like Ingress was the thing where you had to if you held a location for like a certain period of time, you get like a more 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 achievements for it or whatever, more points. Yeah. And so uh -huh. I was almost to like my next threshold. Someone took it, and you have like a period of time to get it back. So I mm -hmm. like got in my car and fucking drove to the graveyard. <laughs> I'm like, this is my shit. And this dog came at me, and I had to like I had to let it go. There was a literal guard dog on this fucking thing. Um, yeah, so that's hilarious. The beware of dog sign. Actually, there was a dog. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It was just that's a graveyard, weird. man. It was like a stray or something. I don't know. He lived in the graveyard, yeah. I guess. I, don't well, I was know. reading about. I was reading too about these people. Uh, there's a the gym at the White House, and there's a gym like at Congress here in the United States. And <laughs> yes. so, like, so people like are just battling over those. And they're like, oh, I own the you know, I own the White, I, the White House. House. Yeah. <laughs> and then somebody's like. Then one of the other teams took the White House back, and so somebody went over to the Senate 
and Congress and took that one. And it's like, well, now you can't do anything because we're the Senate. <laughs> we own the Senate. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna, we're gonna veto your executive action. You know, it's just, I, I don't know. People are taking this so far. It is hilarious. Crazy. Yeah. That is awesome. As I said, it's just, for me, I I never was, you know, big into Pokemon, but that doesn't really play a role. I normally don't like things everybody else likes like crazy. <laughs> you just, no you just don't want to like buy in or whatever. I was like that about Survivor. Yeah. Everyone was so hyped yeah. when Survivor first came out and I like mm -hmm. did not watch it for the first five years and I will always regret that. I'll always be like, man, I was wrong. I was so yeah. wrong. That's a good show. But anyways. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. We'll see where this goes. I mean, you could take it yeah. to the I think it's only going to get bigger and more in depth yeah. and it's going to get more sure. popular. I, I to be honest, like, it feels kind of crummy right now. Like if you look at it, it doesn't yeah. seem like it's That's the why best I say it's app. Overhyped, man. It's, yeah. it's definitely pretty, overhyped. It's pretty cool, you know, but you cannot really do much in it yet. You can walk around, catch some Pokemons and spend in-game money. And yeah. But, you know, it's not, it's not a great game, you yeah. know, uh, in that sense. Um, but it's something new, and just because it's new, you, you can also criticize it. It's not yeah. like, no, that's not allowed to criticize it. That's that's why I was really surprised with the reactions when I tweeted. Uh, it's a bit crazy that people bump into you being caught in their zombie mode. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> how could you hate a Pokemon? It's the greatest thing ever. And, uh, you know, it gets awkward people outside to socialize. And then you really think, wow, really? Um, that's what you call socializing? Um, yeah. <laughs> I met uh, We'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see yeah. where it goes. Right. Yeah. Moving on to ask crack. Uh, the first question is for other Canadian guests. Anyway, for pause and other Canadian guests. Hey, pod crackers and guests. If you were, if you were an American uh, seeking refuge from a certain theoretical administration. What part of Canada do you wish to move to? Of the podcast and your content, hope it continues for years. P.S. All hail Lord Badge, the Almighty. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I thought this was funny because, okay, so, so are we only theoretically, to... you're only, yeah, you, the government, you know, U.S. government <laughs> is bad. You can yeah. only move to Canada. Let's say <laughs> they, force, they force you to play Pokemon. That's right. Jesus Christ. What part of Canada do you want to play Pokemon in? Like, that just felt oh, really weird to me. So, uh, I'm going to open this question up to anywhere in the world. Where would you like to, if it, let's say your government sucks, okay, yeah. uh, and you got to move, where do you move to? Anywhere in the world. London. Hmm. That's where I'm going. Going to London. That was pretty good. Do we have to worry about, uh, what is it, where they, where they send you back? Like, uh, like actual, yeah, or yeah, you, yeah, you do, you do have to worry about that. But that's anywhere. In Canada, do the same yeah. shit. I, I think I don't know. I I might move to like Costa Rica. You know, uh, nice. it's like inexpensive, yeah. but also tropical. Uh, but you're gonna get Zika high, then. It's, aren't it's you? in the Is same it? time zone. So if my family decides to stay behind, <laughs> we'll, be on, we'll still be in sync. You know. Oh, okay. Would you have to leave everything back, or would you go with your money? I think you bring everything with you. You just move. You're moving. It's like a yeah, regular move. So basically, it's like it, nothing's gone down. Like you're not Edward Snowden, but you just mm -hmm. dislike the uh, the current administration enough that you leave. Yeah. If I had to pick a part of Canada, I don't know, 
British Columbia is pretty cool. Yeah, right? that's like where Vancouver. I would go to, Vancouver. I have yeah. friends in Whitehorse, but it's always like 20 feet of snow and really cold, so screw mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Vancouver. You just don't want to like, you don't want to go into the Yukon? No, 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 no Yukon. kind of Pokemon are out there? There's snow Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chad? Where are you going? Um, to be honest, it, it would it would probably be something like London, or it would be like I like Switzerland. Or mm-hmm. um, have you been to Switzerland? I have not. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know because I know you. You know you and um. Uh, yeah, I've traveled. What's his name you know, before? Brush, Brushwood. Brushwood. Yeah, Brushwood. Um, haven't been to Switzerland, but uh, everything that I see seems seems good. Um. I don't know if if it was some place that I was worried about like getting deported. I feel like yeah, uh, I choose like I don't know. Does what a I don't know which which countries have uh, you know all of them. You can't just go anywhere. There's nowhere you can just go and yeah. I mean, you sure because it seems like I'm not sure, but I feel confident by enough to say it. It seems like if you went to like a country like uh, Chad in Africa, you know. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna not, Chad going to Chad? Is that your plan? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm Chad going to Chad. I mean, sure, yeah. you could go anywhere and try to not get noticed enough to get. I mean, but I don't. I don't think it's legal to go there and just stay anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think. Hmm. Um, I mean, I mean, how? What do they how, call those laws? It's not deportation. Extradition, right? Extradition. Yeah, yeah they have how, extradition like setups. Well. Yeah. According to the Geneva Convention, theoretically, anybody can claim, at least in any country that signed that, can claim asylum in every country they want. You have to be right. Good. But then, you know, there is a check on that is different in any countries if it's actually legit. legit. So, well, no, extradition is, um, I just looked it up. That's only, that's only whenever someone is a criminal and they're being extradited back to their home country. So that's mm. only like, yeah. Okay. Like so a, if you like a visa, is a visa the right word? Work visa, visa, get a uh, permanent yeah, visa. Yeah. Work visa. But it yeah. also depends how important is it. Look, back then, um, you know, United States made a lot of pressure on, you know, Mexico, um, getting some drug lords out and imprison them in the United States. Um, yeah. That's a huge political deal. But if you're some lousy guy, you know how much power does a country want to use to get you extra right i yeah. feel like you could go and hide in russia and no one would notice i feel like you could get away with it in russia but you probably also <laughs> same thing with china i'm sure that you could go to china right and just chill. i don't know man because that's such a um, lawful state or part of the world that i i mean yeah. you know it's it's you know, very the government has their hand in a lot of stuff right, right. if, you, right. if yeah, you, but... you could probably also hide in north korea if you claim a um uh, I don't feel like I could fit in North Korea. I'm pretty sure no. they would look at me and go, who, who are you? Where'd you come from? How'd you well, get in? Part of this question, too, is, you know, you're seeking refuge from a certain theoretical administration. So maybe you only have to wait it out for four years. All right, you get to come back, back, right. Come back. If there's a country to come back to, depending on how bad it is. So where would I go to? I, I always loved Australia. Oh, that'd be that's great. Like New Zealand. Oh, oh New be... Zealand. That's a better choice. Man. Yeah, it doesn't have the giant spiders that are bigger than dogs. Yeah, that's yeah, right. that's that's one thing. Okay, all the creepy crawlers there in Australia are a bit scary, but Australia for me has always been this country of mystery, and I still have the feeling in Australia you literally could drive into the outback and die. And, yeah, 
and die. You know, it would be. Uh, it felt, feels so adventurous to me. Also, yeah. I like it when it's nice and sunny weather. So they obviously yeah. have a lot of sun down there, maybe too much. Yeah. But, but yeah, that seems to be. Random really thing you reminded me. Did you know you can change Siri's voice? I Siri yeah, Siri is I now Australian that. on my phone. It's amazing. Oh really? Yeah. Then you can change accents. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Awesome. <laughs> you should get a German accent. To <laughs> <laughs> Where you wanna go to? <laughs> I like how you put on an accent that wasn't your own. You you already have a German <laughs> accent, Doc. You could have just spoke. Anyways, yeah, the general movie German accent is quite different from mine. Mm. You know, if you look at that, Colonel Kling. Or so, um, or uh -huh. other. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, right. yeah. <laughs> Next question. Where do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You got the next one, Doc. Um, if there was a cocktail, a mixed drink named after you, what would be in it? Oh, man. Oh, God. Now, I don't know if it has to actually taste oh, good. Man. So, mm -hmm. you know. You, you, you want Yours is going to be red, right? That's right. It's gonna be gin and grenadine, and that's it. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, but probably if a cocktail is named after you, want it to be good, right? I mean, you just, right? You right. You want to say, hey, the Chad is the worst cocktail in history. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drink the Chad. <laughs> oh God, you're drinking a Chad? Oh, no. oh gosh. Oh. Yeah. I would have to uh, rum. There ha would have to be rum in there, and um, something that is fresh and. Um, fruity of some sort like a cuba libre pretty mm. much, you know, something like that. even though i'm yeah. allergic to citric acid i probably would want like some grapefruit i really like the taste of grapefruit and some tequila and then after that oh, yeah. but it would have those two things for sure That's nothing really like white russian along those things no no i'm not no i can't not. too much milk man you can't really get drunk on a white russian that's all my mom ever drank and i i don't know how she did that or yeah. eggnog <laughs> No, yeah. oh, eggnog is gross. Uh, I hate eggnog. Eggnog is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> gross. I hate eggnog. No Jägermeister would be. Oh yeah, Jäger. Jäger's yeah. my least favorite. Oh, liquor. I think. I don't know. I think I really love old fashions, and so I feel like I would like something like, similar to that, like with like a nice whiskey base, some bitters, maybe like a, you know, some kind of like citrus, in there as well. Um, I don't know. Something like pretty simple, mm. straightforward. Mm. I don't know. In general, <laughs> yeah. you also you also like the more simple drinks, right? I I'm also not a yeah. big fan of these super fancy, complicated cocktails that you know yeah. have three different layers and a, like a. And they light it on fire when they're done with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I like a. I really like Sazeracs a lot. Those are What's some of my favorite. It's, uh, I don't think I've ever had a Sazerac. Oh yeah, so it's it's similar to an old fashioned, but it's it's uh, I think it originated like in uh, in New Orleans, uh, something like that. And it's a and forgive me if that's wrong. Someone will probably comment be like that's wrong, but it's somewhere <laughs> down there. And uh, it has like it has a yeah, it's similar to the old fashioned, but it has like an absinthe uh, sort of like wash in the glass like you just kind of swirl some absinthe around in it and and it, it's it's just it's really good if you can get a good one it's called it sazerac yes or sa it, sazerac a sazerac, sazerac. yeah plural sazerac. sazerac 
with a <laughs> I would like seventeen Sazerac. <laughs> That's right. It uh, sounds like it sounds like the name of of a, of a planet, that, like in a sci-fi. That's right. Uh, he went to Sazerac's. Mm-hmm. Is, is any of you guys into like whiskey drinking? Like good I'm not whiskey? A whiskey. I'm not a whiskey. I've yeah. had it before. I'm. I wouldn't say I'm into it, but yeah, I like can appreciate it. My favorite drink to just order if I can afford it is just like, uh, just like a Macallan, eighteen, neat. You know, just like maybe one ice cube. I just love it. Can't you know? It's so good. Uh, I don't know. It's a. Uh, I don't like it if you taste the alcohol too much. So, yeah. you know, I always like to have some more sweet or fresh overlaying yeah. flavor that kind of covers the alcohol. It's like... Mm-hmm. Oh, there's, there's been times where I'm the complete opposite. I just want as much alcohol, like, like just gin and soda, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I love martinis. I mean, that's just, just alcohol, right? Off. Yeah. So, it's so tough you know once like my neighbor a few years back ago was a russian mm-hmm. i got invited to their to their birthday party and it was the worst experience in my life <laughs> so much fun. like they had, they had like glasses like this you know and yeah pure vodka here's some vodka apparently Apparently, if you have like really good vodka, you can drink it by yourself, like by itself. Like really? people do. Yeah. I've never and had that was, kind of vodka. It was good vodka, but you know, if you're not used to it, do you know how you felt after then? It was God. like oh gosh, next awful. day was probably awful. really bad. It was, it Your was fingers feel like sausages. They're like so <laughs> huge. Yeah. It's like three days of hell after that. You know, and you do. You invite it, so you don't want to stick out like a sore thumb, and you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Hell, man end up on the floor yeah. by the end of it <laughs> all right the, the next one says uh if you could take anything that you made in the gaming world and bring it into the real world what would you take does it have to be something you made because if it's not something you actually made i think i'd go for a portal gun i think yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't think let's just say anything from a video game you you know that you've played right because otherwise it's gonna be just minecraft or whatever, right because it's not something you're yeah, making like shit you make if it was like in Minecraft one time I made an underground pool. That was that was nice. <laughs> like just like found some water. It's like, oh, let's make this into a pool. I would do that. Um but oh god, anything in a video game that opens up a lot of possibilities. I don't know. Here's this portal gun. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going with. That's that's pretty good. It's a good choice. Hmm. To think about I'm sort of thinking like the gravity gun from from uh why are all these Half-Life. <laughs> yeah, from Half-Life, yeah. you know. Um, I would take a freaking Pokeball and then catch all people that walk around. <laughs> 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 Only the ones playing Pokemon Go. You make yeah. them into your Pokemon. That's good. Yeah. Then you can harvest their Pokemon from them. Yeah, it's oh Pokemon set. <laughs> I'm I sure there's some really cool video game stuff that we could pull out of video games. Well, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, like, Alien Isolation came to mind, even though I wouldn't want the alien portion, but, like, the giant spaceship, like, yeah, I'll just have yeah. a whole giant space station now, that, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be nice, just like a, just a space station, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, have a spaceship, yeah, really? like, the Carmageddon car, or something like that. Yeah, like, well, it's like, I'm playing Arkham Knight right now, uh, just catching up on my game. <laughs> it's exactly the Batman, yeah, yeah like, the just like, 
a Batmobile for that game. It was like turns into a tank, and you apparently can like shoot a thing that powers other things. It's power <laughs> winch. That's cool. Yeah, if I, if you take Minecraft, that probably takes some sort of farm. I don't know, a gold farm or. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Iron farm or something, have that and have My chest full of diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. My, My chest, chest full of, full of diamond blocks. So the diamond block, it would be a one meter by so three. <laughs> the thing of diamond. Yeah. Diamond. How heavy would that be? You wouldn't even be able to pick up oh, a one meter by one meter diamond. Yeah, like, just like, a I just want one of these in real life. Just like hand me yeah. that. That'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. Yeah, and I can purchase all the other things. Yeah, yeah. three feet of a diamond ore. Is that like <laughs> is that like a thing where like you have three wishes? I wish for a million wishes. Does that count? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll pull out. Yeah, my creative inventory and. Uh... <laughs> yeah. um, good times. All right, you got the uh, last one. Mark. All right, my question. This is a good question. Uh, in a terrible turn of events, you had to save the world from a math asteroid by downloading a calculator into your head. All right. That's an asteroid made of math or math themed asteroid. I'm not sure, but there's that's its weakness is, is calculatoring. Yes. <laughs> so you download this calculator in a head, into your head, but to do so, you'd have to forget one TV series entirely. Which series would you choose to forget? So this is actually kind of a double-edged sword because you could forget a series that's really good and then you get mm -hmm. to watch it again for the first time or you could forget one that just sucks and just be done with the fact that it ever existed. That's a great point. Mm. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, because, because like, for instance, if I could forget Lost and then watch that all over again and just, like, get my mind blown a bunch of times. Think, yeah. You know? I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you're smart, you actually pick your most favorite TV show there, man. And then yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's what I would do. I think I would go it, with yeah. like Six yeah. Feet Under or Lost is a good one. Yeah, I think Six Feet Under, I'd forget it and then get to mm -hmm. see it all over again. But man, you have to cry again at the end. Oh. <laughs> you know, don't you cry in every episode of Six yeah. Feet Under? Like, yeah. that, episode, that show seems so sad to me. I was like, that's why I could never get into it. Yeah. Like, People dying all the time. Well, people like, only oh. die at the beginning of every episode. But they bury them. Uh, okay. That's true. I guess that's their whole thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know what what it, what's a terrible show you'd want to forget. Um, Under the Dome. Yeah. <laughs> thing. What was there a show that I was like really wanting to get into that just never went anywhere? That's what I was trying to think of. I don't know. Uh, do you guys remember this is this is uh, what i'm hoping is that i get my time back from watching it yeah as a kid <laughs> i watched so much junkyard wars do you remember junkyard wars yeah yeah oh my god i watched so much of that i just i not i don't care so much about forgetting i've already forgotten all of it yeah this my time back I watched That's 10 so seasons, 10 seasons of Deadliest Catch, and I would love to have that time oh, back. Oh, man. I remember yeah. Crystal would sit in the living room with me, and she would fall asleep, and she'd mm -hmm. wake up, and she's like, oh, I didn't miss anything. It's like, no, you missed six episodes. She's like, are you sure? <laughs> They're still just standing there catching crab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was actually the one. Was there any story to that show? Yeah, kind of. There was people kind of. that they followed that were the same. Like, uh, and then one of the captains ended up dying in like season six, yeah. I think it was. And that, that was yeah. the end for me. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah like, kind of like down from there. Touched by an angel. We used to watch her as a kid. <laughs> I could do without that. That's fine. I've watched about that stupid show, Deadliest Catch. I also watched tons and. Tons I don't know crab. why that show was so addictive. They're just catching crab, the same crab. Yeah. The crab looked There's the so same. There's much drama. There was hardly any drama too. It always <laughs> they're always played it up like so many people die every year. Yeah. None of these but people. But the captain gonna... died. Right? Well, he didn't die. No, he died of like cancer. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought, like, I was imagining, like, the producers, like, thank God someone died on this series because <laughs> finally, it's like, finally, it's legitimized. No, like, his kids took over his ship, and there was a bunch of drama. One of them was a pill head, and, like, all this. Uh -huh. So, yeah. Gotta have that succession plan in place. Yeah. <laughs> I would have to, like to have this time back where I was just shit. I don't know why, what got me into it. <laughs> I, I, was yeah. somehow fascinated the, the the pitch was so great you know yeah that's it well like yeah because like each I, I think what it was is they would talk about how they had a bad season last season they're gonna try a new area and you're like fuck is it gonna work are they gonna get more crap this year are they gonna be able to live yeah <laughs> and then and then they open up the thing and the, the crab no crab and, like, they're like oh, oh this crab comes out or like yeah, yeah. they don't have enough yeah. and you're like yeah. All gonna, how, much, how much is enough? I don't know. <laughs> and they, there's like a there's like a window that they can only fish during too. Like yeah, there's only um, a certain period of time they're allowed to fish, and so if they get don't get any. Season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And they and then they kind of show how the people go back. They fly back because they fly to Alaska. They do their thing, and then they fly back mm -hmm. home to Michigan or whatever. And yeah, you yeah. know they got to make enough money to live until the next season of crab fishing. There's, you know, there's Alaska Gold, and then there's Gold Rush, and then there's, you know, yeah. it's all... Ice Road Truckers? That was, like, the exact same thing, right? Crystal it's, always it's watched that one. I tried to watch that one a few times, and then every time they show the fucking truck going up a hill, this is a very, very icy hill. Is he going to make <laughs> yeah, it and all this? And they always made it. Do they ever not make it? <sighs> there was the one I watched. It was cracking, like... And, like, they get that one shot where it's like... Yeah. yeah. In the ice is. <laughs> yeah. There was like gator people or something like that too. That were like oh, these these gator people. hunters, swamp people. Yeah. yeah. That good. one was really over dramatized. Like people yeah. die all the time hunting gators, and no one ever was ever in any. Yeah, nature. but yeah. I, I liked it uh, because some of the the uh, people in there I found uh, fascinating. You know, they, yeah. they, they those bayou people that are yeah. like, it's like living totally off the land from. Society. Yeah. <laughs> I watched really, this one show called Kid I can't Nation. Believe that the captain didn't die of actually no, grabbing. No, no, no. He just had like cancer or something. Yeah. yeah. That's bad. I'm laughing at his death. <laughs> captain Terrible. Phil, I think was his name. If I remember right. Was oh, his yeah. name? I think I actually remember yeah. that guy's name. Phil. Yeah. Phil. Or just Phil's the normal name. And that's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. But. Uh, <laughs> I do a film. Uh, so that's actually, look, like in a short time, we came up with like 10 shows that you wasted your life on. I know, right? Is, uh, yeah. How do you feel about Lost Sins, Mike, since you said that uh, you wanted to forget Lost? Like, were you okay uh, with the fact that I, they originally yeah, I, said, I, like, JJ said they weren't in purgatory, but they were in purgatory, man. No, I was in, I was in the camp. I still am. I really like the ending. Wow. Uh, Spoilers. Think, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Are they? I don't know. It's it's. Were they in purgatory? Ending. Uh, I don't. Not technically. Because um, they were all waiting. I thought they were in pur. Well, not purgatory, but they were all waiting for each other in a in a state of purgatory. Um, kinda right. It's the same as purgatory. Kinda right. right. I think the question was, were they? Was the island itself purgatory? And the answer to that was no. I think. 
you know, but that's still the, that's the beauty of loss. It's like, you can sit here and like five years later, still debate it. Mm-hmm. I think that what I loved about the experience of lost was it was the first, it was one of the first shows that was emerging as social media was emerging. Uh, and I was in college when it was going on. And so like, uh, and then work and, and graduated and working. And so like every week after, you know, Thursday, it was always like, what's going on. We're all experiencing, experiencing this mystery collectively in a yeah. way that, you never have before because you didn't have the technology to like experience it. And then you're like theorizing with people that are watching it. And so the experience was not even necessarily the show, but just like having that collective experience of like, what's going to happen next together with your friends was really yeah, transformative. It's a really cool that. thing about the social media experience added on to shows. I mean, obviously yeah. the producers re- um, realize it too and put in hashtags in every freaking TV show there is now. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's actually a really good point you made there. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, like, and it, it, it's, you know, it's these things that emerge. Cast it with your wife or with your buddy mm-hmm. who watched it, and now you can literally, show comes out and discuss it with the whole world if you... Yeah, totally. And it's why, like, right now, like, we're, my wife and I are going through Game of Thrones. We're trying to catch up because, like, I want to get back to the point where I'm caught up so I can actually talk to other people around me about yeah. it, right? And you, like you feel left out because you're not experiencing this thing collectively. And so to experience that whole series in, in a time when that sort of technology was emerging, I think it was like, it was the first time that it really happened. And so anyway, I'll just say, I I like the ending. I think my favorite thing about the show is not the mysteries. It was like the character development. And I think that they really focused on that in the last season. It's like, they really just sort of brought a lot of characters to their ends. Now, whether I liked the fates of particular characters, you know, we can debate that on another right. podcast, but the, uh, the, uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. It was nice. I liked and, how like you would see something in episode one or maybe not one, mm-hmm. but two. And then here you are in season three and there's like, it was like, yeah. it was planned to be there because this thing needed to happen yeah. or whatever. They did a really good job with that. I do feel like the writer strike came at a really bad time and kind of messed up their whole plot line to some totally. degree. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. and heroes. Yeah. heroes. Do you remember sure. heroes? I mean, yeah, that's, that's, why, yep, that's got heroes got by the writer strike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that's also it. I, will, I will forget yeah. heroes season two. That's it. Yeah. Right. It's also <laughs> happening to Big Bang Theory um, lately. Oh, it? The last season I found very very bad. Hmm. Like they they pretty much married everybody by now, and you know, there's nothing much left. And uh, I I found the last season was terrible. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's like really. Yeah, I think yeah. You know, the thing about shows is if you have a defined ending and you know that it's like you have enough space to go like we're going to end this, you can like create drama and kind of like, uh, you know, sort of like actually have stakes, right? Like something's yeah. going to end. And so with with shows that just are so popular, they're never going to end until the actors just right. like like supernatural it's like season or like buffy was one of the ones that went on for yeah yeah the office i mean like there's major characters that left the office now that show i would say the last like i'm watching the last season again right now still it's one of the funniest seasons like, oh yeah totally. without um yeah, what you just said Michael. yeah and i was just even thinking of that show sorry to cut you off dude uh just because i feel like they you know they lost some momentum in season back half of season seven and season eight when they didn't have Steve Carell anymore. And then with season nine, there's like, this is the last season. We need to close out everybody's stories. They're able to like introduce drama with particular characters and like do things with like Jim and Pam, for instance, that are 
you go like, oh, these are like real people and we're going to deal with real issues because we need to see how their yeah. relationship turns out. Like yeah. that. Oh, man, yeah. you just reminded me of Boston Legal whenever you mentioned Steve Carell leaving because the dude from Boston Legal came in briefly. Uh, what's his name? Did you, anyone else watch Boston Legal? If not, you should. It was great. I never did. Is that um, William Shatner in it? Yeah, William Shatner was in it. Oh, it's such a good show. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is you talked about a show that has a plot line set. Like, that's one thing. If you haven't seen Fargo, Fargo, that both seasons of Fargo is amazing. It's worth watching because it's 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 contained in one season. You mm-hmm. can character introduction to character removal. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. That's, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, yeah. Character conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, this has been a good podcast. This is a this has been a great time. podcast, man. Yeah, yeah. Had a great time. Thanks for having me, guys. Today. The only thing, can I bring up one thing from last week's podcast? Yeah. And this shouldn't be too long. Uh, I got my blue apron in, and I've cooked my first three meals, and I've like been it? so happy. Yeah. Did you see my so yeah. so? You know, last week we yeah. talked about it, Chad. Did you see my tweet <laughs> this week? This was the yeah, worst. Yeah, you were talking box about how ever. expensive it is. Yeah, so it's seventy dollars a box for mine um, because I get the f- the four meals, right. and uh, this week it was the both meals were sandwiches, and I actually priced them out. I priced out with the value of the ingredients. It was twenty two dollars exactly if I went to the grocery store and bought the ingredients myself. Um, yeah, and the, it cost seventy dollars. So it sucks that two of them are sandwiches because so far at mine have been like restaurant quality, like entrees, yeah, uh, with lots of you know stuff. Um, uh, that sucks. And and one one to that point that you're talking about, you know, I just go to the store and buy it. I think that you can make that argument. I have a harder time making that argument because I couldn't go to a store and just buy it because I I don't know how to cook. Sure. You know, it's right. like for me that pr- I understand that the the material cost is pretty. And I don't discount the value of them giving you, you know, the set ingredients. Here's your recipe. I, I do find value in that. I don't find right. $50 of value in that per box. You know what I'm saying? That's, right. yeah. That seems like a little bit of a greater markup that I'm willing to pay if right. it's always like that. So uh, today's yeah. meal is enchiladas, though. It looks a little bit better. Um, so. Ooh, that sounds tasty. I'm getting mine tomorrow. I had uh, n- uh, gnocchi. I had uh, like uh, uh, I saw your empanadas. They look pretty good. Fancy. Oh, the empanadas were fantastic. That was the first one. Those are actually probably the, the – the, it came with this awesome meat sauce. What was weird is like you'll have extra. I was like, yeah. oh, what good. am I supposed to do with the extra meat sauce? Like, <laughs> well, you can pour it on – you eat meat more than you – you know, you know what? My first meal was my best actually. I was like, oh, yeah, that was so good. Um yeah. Uh, then I had uh, squash, squash, and uh, uh, like an egg gnocchi type thing that was fantastic. Wow! And then I had a chicken and like green bean stir fry thing that was also really good. I think uh, my cool. other complaint, just to, I don't want to harp on yeah. the negatives, but my other complaint sure. is that the ingredients are seasonal. So that's not that's a good thing because it's all locally locally sourced. So like someone on the West mm-hmm. Coast is not going to get the same box I do, for example. Okay. Um, but every meal for the last five boxes has had zucchini and I can only eat so much zucchini. And then before that, it was green beans. Every meal for a month had green beans. It's like, listen, I know that they're, they're in season right now, but so are other things. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I yeah. think to some degree it, you get a little bit tired of the same, the same thing, but yeah, right. it's, not, it's not all negative. There's, there's a lot of positives and especially like in your case, Chad, where you don't know how to cook and, and so on. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, someone on a Reddit was like, how did Chad ever survive? Like not knowing <laughs> how to cook like does he go out to eat every day i gotta say microwaveable meals yeah 
Uh, and then like simple, like I knew how to make simple stuff like sandwiches and salads and like, you know, a whole bunch of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah I'm so happy that, uh, uh, I've, I can tell that I have already learned quite a bit. Like I burned the hell out of my finger the other day. <laughs> That's a learning. Uh, it, I mean, it really is like oh, I put ice. Oh, yeah. I put ice I, there's there's been ice on this for like 24 hours. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I was putting something into the uh, uh, into like butter, and I just the butter splashed up. You know, oh, oh and yeah. oil eggs. Okay, this is really embarrassing. But uh, I I kept trying to hard boil or soft boil these eggs. And I kept dropping them into the water, and they would crack on the bottom. <laughs> of the and they kept like exploding. I was like, "No!" You take that's a spoon. Like, you take a normal. That's spoon, what I ended up doing. Put it on the side and slowly. Yeah, I had to. I had to lower it in. But like, so you're that's, learning, that's a life skill. Right I there. can tell that I am learning like yeah. a basic. You know where you learn that in real life, mm -hmm. not from an app. Enough <laughs> from an app. <laughs> well, you know, Blue Apron has an app that shows you how to do everything too. You don't have to use the paper. Blue Apron Go. Blue Apron Go. Yeah, you got to cook them all. Um, <laughs> ah, <laughs> anyway, so anyway, that's an update on Blue Apron. Hmm. I have to check. Not that an out. ad, right? Not an ad. You're <laughs> paying for it. Very. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, um, okay. Cool. Everyone. That's that update is done. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching uh, this podcast. Big thanks to Mike for being a guest. Thanks also. My to pleasure. GameWisp.com. GameWisp.com. Oh, yeah. GameWisp.com. GameWisp.com. Any other site or place they should find you? Twitter? Where, what's what all the things? Uh, Twitter. I mean, you can find uh, GameWisp just at GameWisp. Um, my Twitter, if you care to follow me, is at MD Anderson. Um, and then. Uh, oh, you're yeah. a doctor. He's, he's yes, Mr. Anderson right. from The Matrix. Um, <laughs> Funny story about that. I won't share it, but yeah. <laughs> suspense for next time. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, that's it. You know, uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. No problem. Thanks for being on. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for watching. If you want to subscribe, uh, you can find links at mindcracklp.com slash podcast. And you can also submit questions for our ask crack segment there. Uh, thanks for watching once again, and we'll see you next time on the Minecraft podcast. Bye. Penis.